Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Trevor B. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 96 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. If you like listening to podcasts, you probably also would enjoy listening to audiobooks. And what better way to start things off than with a free audiobook by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible. You get a free book. You can listen to it. They've got thousands to choose from. You get to pick. If you decide not to stay with them, you still get to keep your book. I've used Audible for a long time. I love it. Um, I'm going to recommend a book to you, and that is Born Standing Up by Steve Martin. Fantastic book. Make sure that you check that out at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. I record Switchcraft live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. It's recorded three times a week at 3 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays and also on Saturday at whatever time the universe allows. So make sure that you head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp just like the awesome people in chat have. We've got Vaxer, Aerslia, uh, Marcuto here for the first time. Uh, let's see, Kodiak Moonwolf is here, Link31254, I'm just looking through the names, Dr. Panda, P-H-D, uh, let's see, who else, uh, <laughs> I almost said the name of the music bot that I was running, uh, let's see, anyone else, Hate Zero is here, uh, and we've got Patrick Man 85 uh, Love My Ness, uh, DJ Martin Cook. If I missed anybody, I apologize. Red V Blue is here. Uh, so thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out while we record the show. Let's start with feedback. We got a, um, a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Potato, potato, I guess. And this is from Crimson32. They said, much praise and a quick question. Love the show. As a recent Switch owner, I have been soaking up all of the information I can find for my new favorite console. Of all of the podcasts I subscribe to, yours is the one I look forward to the most. Hey, me too. Mine is the one I look forward to the most. Uh, Keep up the excellent work. My question is about customization. Have you seen any uh, replacement Joy-Con shells on Etsy and Amazon? Uh, Do you think that we'll see any more popular styles released by Nintendo? I want the atomic purple ones so bad, just not 180 bucks bad. Um, honestly, the way I look at it, more you're more likely to get Joy-Cons as a whole rather than shell replacements from Nintendo. I don't think that they want to send out shell replacements and then have you take them apart because I'm pretty sure that voids the warranty. Um, that being said, I'm sure that we're going to get lots of different colors from Nintendo over the over the course of the life of the Switch. And in addition to that... I'm sure that some point in the future, we're going to get Joy-Cons that have non-standard Joy-Con button placement and things like that, like maybe a D-pad 
or different sets of buttons like when it comes to a certain game. The Nintendo is known for doing things like that. Now, they're they're pretty expensive things, so my guess is that you're always going to be spending a lot of money on something like this. I mean, not 180 bucks, but quite a bit. If you are interested, <clears throat> pardon me, if you're interested in getting uh, the shells and you want to know what it's like to put them on, uh, Captain Logan, who is... Uh, patron and he's always in the discord and stuff he actually had a set of these and he streamed on his twitch channel um twitch.tv slash uh captain logan at c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n uh and he streamed on him putting it together on his uh joy cons himself so you can see what it's like like the the whole process which, which is pretty cool uh and and i did see the pictures at the end and they looked fantastic uh, if you want to email the show, you can easily do so, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Um, I received a tweet. Uh, the tweet was at runjumpstomp. This is from Mr. Brobot Brian, which I always have trouble saying, or Mr. Triple B. Uh, they said, at runjumpstomp, last podcast, you asked about Switch games that are MIA. Steep game has been pretty quiet since announcement. I guess that's true. I thought that I had read something recently about steep still being still coming to the switch um, but there's still a lot of questions about other games uh, whether or not they are still on their way so uh, he's responding to the question that I had I was talking about um, pocket fighter or no pocket rumble not pocket fighter um, and uh, there was one other game that I mentioned I can't remember what it is right now uh, but there are games that Nintendo kind of hyped up at the announcement of the Switch, and we haven't heard anything from them in a while. Uh, so it looks like Steep as well. I don't even really know what Steep is off the top of my head. I'm clicking on a link right now to see. Oh, it's a skiing game. That's cool. Man, I don't know what kind of game Steep is, but what I would really love to see, and this is totally tan tangential, uh, but I would love to see, oh, what is the name of the game it was on the gamecube and i played it like non-stop i loved that game uh ssx tricky i loved ssx tricky they kind of lost me when they tried to go a little too realistic i think that was ssx three or four uh but ssx tricky was ridiculous and over the top and incredibly fun and this is coming from somebody that doesn't care about like extreme sports or anything like that or even regular sports um so anyway there you go uh other ways that you can get a hold of me you can get a hold of me by leaving a voicemail. That's 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Uh, Justin called and left a voicemail. Let's go ahead and play that. But first, I see DJ Martin Cook in chat says, would love a proper D-pad, can't get used to the separate buttons. I actually disagree. I think the separate buttons on the D-pad uh, or for the, the Switch is really good. And I actually prefer it to the D-pad on the Pro Controller, which feels a little too loose to me. Um, that being said, it's tough to beat the D-pad that we had on the uh, on the Wii U um, or on the... Um, well, I can't remember if the GameCube one was very good or not. But I, I, I always thought the Wii U D-pad was a really good one. All right, let's, uh, let's play this voicemail from Justin. Hello, uh, this is Justin from Pennsylvania. I was calling about the... Um... We were talk you were talking about the people not wanting to get spoiled on Mario. Um, I have like a double thing. I always wondered like, does Nintendo even need to truly advertise a Mario game? 
is my question. They are so ubiquitous with gaming. Anyone that likes the game knows that Mario, hey, it's Mario, you're going to get it. I mean, I don't know. I just always wondered about that. Kind of like, do you need to advertise Coca-Cola? You know, everyone knows about it. That's kind of thing. I feel like Mario is a brand that's like that, especially with other people that game. Um, just wonder what other people, what you think about it, um, in that sense. And also, I guess the other, on the double coin of it, I never feel like I can truly be spoiled on a Mario game because it, it's about playing it. I feel like playing Mario, if you just like explain Mario, it doesn't make sense. But if you, once you play it, it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's what it's about. And I always feel like Mario is all about the gameplay because the story has never been a, really a story. It's the same story every time. It's always about the different places you get to go and the different powers you get to use and how they all work together. And Nintendo is always really cool with how they figure that out. So sorry about the long message here, but um, just was thinking about that after you had mentioned it about people talking about spoilers and how much Nintendo's shown of Mario Galaxy. I mean Mario Odyssey. I'm sorry. I always wonder, do they need to show as much of this game as they do? And on the flip side, does it matter if you even do get spoiled on something? So thank you very much. I love, I'm very excited for Mario to come out. And uh, it's, uh, it's great to have a Switch. It's the reason why I got a Switch. I saw Mario Odyssey at E3, and I rushed, I rushed around to get a, a Switch by October. So um, I think there's a lot of people that Mario sold the Switch to them. So thank you very much. Have a great day. I love listening to the show. Well, thank you very much for the voicemail, Justin. I appreciate it. Um, I I get what you're saying as far as the advertising with Mario. Is it really necessary? One thing that I do want to say is I feel like the comparison to Coke is not really a metaphor that works for me. And really the reason for, for it not working for me is because I feel like the reason Coke as a product is in the forefront of people's minds is because it's always being advertised. I mean, there's reasons why uh, they advertise. Now, you're a gamer, and you're a gamer that listens to podcasts about games, so you are already dialed in. But I guarantee that there's a lot of, there's a lot of gamers out there that have lapsed, and they... They haven't really been in the news space for gaming at all for a long time. And because of that, they might not even know that there's a new Mario game coming out. Hell, they might not even know that Nintendo has a new console out. So I do think it's important for Nintendo to advertise it. As far as uh, spoilers go on the uh, on Mario, I, I do think you can get spoiled on uh, a Mario game. And it's not for story, but you can get spoiled for mechanics there's something to be said for that moment when you go into a, a world in um, in a Mario game and for the first time and you see this cool mechanic or you're a little confused about what am I supposed to do here and then that moment when it clicks. And if you've seen that moment ahead of time in advertising or in videos or on, um, we'll say, Nintendo World Championships 2017 then you're not going to appreciate that moment nearly as much as you would had you experienced that firsthand yourself. Uh, but anyway, thank you very much for the for the voicemail again. If you want to call in and uh, leave a voicemail, the phone number is 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 
5867. Uh, keep it a little bit shorter than that than that audio because that was a little bit long, but that's okay because it was a good thing to talk about. Uh, other ways that you can get a hold of me is on our Discord. That's runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And you can join the Discord there and have uh, all kinds of conversations with lots of awesome people um, right there on the Discord. Anyway, let's let's get to the news. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? Our first story is from Reddit user JP21231. And apparently, NBA 2K18 has been patched. And you can now play with your friends. So, EA... Where's your excuse with FIFA? If NBA 2K18 can let you play with your friends without Nintendo having to do anything, then why can't you? So the ball is in your court. Look at me using a sports ball metaphor when I'm talking about sports games. All right. The ball is in your court, although I'm using the wrong the wrong metaphor because we're talking about soccer. The ball's on your field? I don't know. Pitch? There we go. The ball's on your pitch there, EA, with FIFA. You've got to figure this out. You got to make it so people can play with their friends because I can guarantee there's a lot of people who um, they uh, my brain stopped working because Link31254 just resubscribed for four months. Thank you so much. Um, You've got to make it happen because I guarantee there's people out there that didn't uh, buy the game because they can't play with their friends. And that's a ridiculous thing for a sports game to not be able to play with your friends. So. Good on you, 2K18, for fixing that on NBA 2K. Now let's make it happen for soccer or football if you live somewhere else. The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot. Batteries not included. There is a new section to the eShop. Just last episode, I was, you know, giving Nintendo a talking to about how they need to fix the eShop so that it's a little easier to navigate because as we get more and more stuff, it's going to be bloated and bloated and really, really hard to find uh, the games that you're looking for. Well, I, I guess Nintendo must listen to my podcast because they immediately uh, added a new section to the eShop, and that is the games on sale section, which is cool. It's a it's a tiny little step in the right direction. I mean, they didn't have a lot of time to get this together. They listened to my episode and immediately went and fixed it. That was pretty quick turnaround, so you got to be happy with them then. Um, but yeah, it's a small step and it, it is a step in the right direction. I don't want to see more, uh, things come to the eShop. Uh, music would be nice so that when you're shopping, you, you know what they should do? They should just grab the music off of the, the Super Nintendo classic and play that in the background. Uh, cause that music is awesome. I was playing a little bit of Yoshi's Island last night on my, um, SNES classic and it's really, really great. Uh, the, the music just in the menus. Um, in fact, I'm thinking about finding a way to see if I can find somebody that's remixed that music and I've put it on my podcast. Well, we'll see. All right, next story. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu? Captain Logan, In uh, I mentioned him earlier, he posted in the Discord... That Doom is coming on November 10th. There is a uh, video in the show notes that you can check out uh, where we've got a couple of developers from Doom for the Switch. And they're just talking about the game. And uh, they, they did say that there's other stuff that their sister companies like Bethesda are working on. But Doom's coming November 10th. And I'm I'm not sure if that's really a good date. I mean, 
I know that Doom is a very, very different game than Mario Odyssey. But to come out only two weeks after Mario Odyssey, that just seems risky to me. I almost feel like it would be better for them to delay Doom until next year. This is like in the movies, you know? All of the movie companies, they sit and they watch and they say, okay, where is Disney going to drop Star Wars? Where is Disney going to drop Avengers? And every time that they that Disney post, posts those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Post those, uh, the dates of when those movies are going to come out, all the other movie companies scatter. It's like when you drop a rock in a pond. All of everything just scatters away from that because they want to clear out that calendar because they don't want to compete with them. Now, when you're talking about Doom, I know that it's a different set of people than the people who want to play the Mario game. But my guess is that almost all of the people who own a Switch and are interested in Doom are also very interested in Mario. This isn't like Doom coming out on the on the PS4 in the same week that, or in, in a, within a couple weeks of Mario coming out on the switch, this is on the same platform and people who play on Nintendo are probably big fans of Mario. And by all accounts so far, I mean, it's a small, small number of people, but by all accounts so far, there's a lot of stuff to do in the new Mario game. And it seems to me just a little bit crazy to come in two weeks after them. I even, I mean, I'm sure that Doom is going to sell well because it's the only first-person shooter on the console. Like, get that. That is the only first-person shooter on the console. And that's one thing that they said in the video. They said, we're excited because there's no other game on the console that is like Doom. And they are 100% correct. And as somebody who has uh, played and finished Doom, I'm here to tell you that game is fantastic. And I'm considering buying it again because it looks really good. But I'm not going to be buying it in November because I'm going to be way too busy playing Mario Odyssey. Okay. Uh, DJ Martin Cook in chat says November is going to be crazy. Betty, better start saving. That's true because we also get Skyrim that month. We also get, um, well, on December 1st, which is practically November, uh, Oh my God! What a uh, Xenoblade! Uh, so within a six-week period, we've got a new Mario, we've got Doom, we've got Skyrim, and Xenoblade, all on the Switch. That's bananas. As far as first years go, this has been the most insane first year of any console that I ever remember paying attention to. And I've been paying attention to consoles for a long time. All right, let's let's talk about something a little bit smaller. Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob Zapper Control Deck, two controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. There's a brand new, new Nintendo 2DS XL bundle coming, and you're never going to guess what game is coming with the new Nintendo 2DS XL. Let me say the name of the system again: the new Nintendo 2DS XL. Well, the game that's coming with it, Super Mario 3D Land. I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. The game that comes with the 2DS XL is Super Mario 3D Land. This is probably the game that used 3D the most. Out of any game on uh, on the, 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 the 3DS line, 
3D Land really kind of sold it. Like they were like, look at this. Look at how you can tell where the character is so easily with 3D. And they're bringing it. They're they're selling a bundle <laughs> with the 2DS, which I know you can play this game on the 2DS and it will work. But it's just kind of like, let's find one more way to confuse consumers, Nintendo. Um, you know, joking aside, Super Mario 3D Land is a fantastic Mario game. It really is. And I get why Nintendo's doing this. They're doing this because they've got Odyssey coming out. And what better way to cross-promote than to have more Mario stuff on the shelves, you know? Um, but with Mario Odyssey coming, that's probably their thinking. It just seems really confusing to customers who are like, wait a second, so is this a 3D game or is it a 2D game? I don't know what to do. I'm confused. Please help me. Where I thought I paid for those. Where are my shoes? You know? Uh, anyway, I, I still have to say that the new 2DS XL looks really good, and I am jealous of that design over the design. Uh, I had the red 3DS, which is really nice, but it's not as good as the black and blue one. Uh, anyway... That's it. Let's uh, get to gameplay and then the lightning round. Get the power to move with the Acclaim wireless remote for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Since last episode, I've played a little bit of two, well, three different games. First off, uh, I know it's not a Nintendo game, but it's good enough that I think it bears mentioning. Cuphead. Fantastic game. If you've got access to some way to play that game, absolutely should because it's incredibly fun. Moving on. I started playing Stardew Valley. I'm on like the fourth day of, or something like that. Very, very little time with it. I'm having fun. Um, I kept putting it off because I had all these other games piled up because I got a bunch of review codes and I had to get those games reviewed. So I kept putting Stardew Valley off because I knew it was going to take a lot of time. Uh, so I'm going to be playing st some more Stardew Valley I don't know if I'm going to stream it. I've had quite a few people ask me, are you going to stream Stardew Valley? I'm not sure if I will or not. Um, I am going to be playing it, though. And I'm going to get as far as I can before Mario Odyssey comes out. And then I will, you know, it'll, I'll, it will supplement my gaming gameplay experience. Um, but the, the big thing that I want to talk about today, because I've only played a little bit of Stardew Valley is Thimbleweed Park. Now, just to be fair, I got this game as a uh, review copy, so I didn't pay for this. The developer sent it to me. Um, and if you don't know what Thimbleweed Park is, it's a point-and-click adventure, which is weird on a console. And a lot of people compare it to Twin Peaks. Now, I haven't finished the game, uh, and I'll talk about why. And it's not because it's a bad game, because it's not. Okay, uh, but a lot of people compare it to the TV show Twin Peaks mixed with X-Files. Um, my wife hates the voice acting in the game. I think the voice acting is pretty good. I wouldn't say that it's fantastic or anything, but I think it's pretty good. It's definitely passable. I do wish one thing that I noticed when I was playing is I want to sometimes I've, I read faster than they talk. And sometimes I just want to read it and hit the button and move on so that I can find you know, move on and see what happens next. There doesn't seem to be any way to do that, uh, which is not, I mean, it's not a huge problem. I guess um, I checked out how long to beat and I guess it's like a 10 hour game. And that's probably with you listening to all of the dialogue and stuff. Uh, so, you know, it's not a huge time investment. I will say this, it's got a very clunky interface 
And that's not really the developer's fault. I mean, it's a point-and-click adventure that they ported to a a system that doesn't really have a very good interface for that. You know, any controller-based system is going to be clunky with that. Now, if you're determined, if you are bound and determined to play this game on a console, I think that the Switch is the best play to do it uh, for multiple reasons. First off, it's portable, so you can take it with you. You can pull it out of your bag, uh, play a little bit, and then put it away, and you'll probably get through the game much faster that way than if you are you know, tied to your PC or your Xbox or your PS4 or wherever else it is. Um, but the thing that about this is it's also available on iOS and I think that's really the best place for it because again, you have touchscreen now on the switch, you also have touchscreen. Um, but I think you're much more likely to get through a game like this on an iPad or a, uh, or a phone than you would on the switch. And that's mostly because most of the games on your phone are not that great. And many of the games on the Switch are ridiculously fantastic. And it's not that Thimbleweed is a bad game. It's not by any means. It's just not very compelling compared to the other games that I have access to on that system. However, if I'm standing in line someplace and I can pull out my phone and play a little bit while I'm waiting, that's cool. Um, yeah, Vaxer in chat says, wait, switch has a touchscreen. I know it's weird because nobody ever uses it. And I'm actually kind of glad most, most companies don't use it because I, I want to play on a TV and have the, Oh, what's the thing called? Uh, have the switch be, um, auxiliary as a portable thing, like portable second screen first. That's, that's for me though. Now, anyway, um, the, my problem with this game is that I don't like point-and-click adventures, and I always think I'm going to like point-and-click adventures, and I'm going to give you an example. And first off, sharpen your pitchforks, light your torches, because I hate coffee. I think it tastes like swill. It's terrible. I hate it. Now, that being said, I think coffee smells delicious. Every time I smell coffee, I think, hmm, I wonder if this time I'll like coffee because it smells fantastic. And then I have a cup of coffee and I take a taste and I'm like, oh man, that's terrible. Let me put about 48 pounds of sugar in here. And it's not really coffee anymore. It's just coffee flavored sugar water. Uh, so that's why I don't really like coffee, but it always tricks me into thinking that I'm going to like coffee. And the reason I talk about this is because whenever I see a point-and-click adventure and I look at it, I say, oh man, maybe this is the one that's going to convince me that I love point-and-click adventures and all the other ones just haven't been good enough. And and inevitably, I pick up a game, a point-and-click adventure, and I play it for a little bit and I always end up saying, Yo, you know what? <laughs> I don't like these kind of games. So if you like point-and-click adventures and you're interested on in playing it on touchscreen, then I think it's great to pick up on the Switch. Otherwise, get it on Steam or on iOS. Uh, either way is fine. But really, I would I would only recommend picking this game up on Switch if you love this, ki- this type of game and you are going to play it on a touchscreen because playing it with the controllers was not fun for me. 
All right, let's hit the lightning round. The Acclaim Remote gets you mobile in a WrestleMania grudge match. And here we are at the lightning round. I go through these stories much, much faster than the other ones. Uh, So I'll be talking a whole lot less and just real quick, quick headlines, basically. Um, There is a third-party dock that possibly breaks the Nintendo Switch. This comes from Reddit. Uh, The uh, (laughs) I like this. The um, Redditor's name is Bray Radbury, which is an awesome name. Uh, They said, hello, I'm about to leave on vacation. I wanted to bring my Switch with me, so naturally I wanted a portable dock. I found one with very good reviews and then proceeded to purchase it. It arrived, I plugged it in to give it a test, and it worked great for like 10 minutes. After a few minutes, the screen went black, your TV turned off because it could not find any input. After a few minutes of troubleshooting, I decided it was that the dock was no good. I returned my switch to the original dock. Nothing happened. Uh, and then you read you, you read through the rest of it, and then he gives an, an update. He says, well, the switch has been turned off now for more than 12 hours. I plugged it in this morning and still no luck. Uh, thanks for everyone's suggestions, etc. cetera. Uh, so follow the link in the show notes if you want to see which dock it is, uh, just because I, I, I want to keep this short. And I, I just want to do a quick PSA. Make sure that you use when you're buying something on Amazon that, you know, look at the reviews and see what it says. And also be wary of fake reviews. And you can use a website called Review Meta to detect fake reviews. You basically take the URL from Amazon, pop it in there, and it will detect if uh, if a review is likely a fake review or not. Um, so, you know, be very careful when you're using third-party stuff with your Switch because that sucks that the guy's Switch broke. Or girls, you know, I'm not going to prejudge your gender. Uh, All right, next story, ARMS 3.2 out today or tomorrow. I'm not sure because this was posted like at midnight and I haven't been able to, I've been at work all day. I haven't been able to boot up my Switch and look. Uh, But ARMS 3.2 is out today. Uh, If you have a Wii U, Mario Maker has a brand new event course. It is the levels that were on the Nintendo World Championships uh, 2017 edition. And those look super hard and super fun, so I recommend you download them and check them out if your Wii U is still hooked up. Mine's hooked up downstairs. My son still plays it from time to time, but really it doesn't get used all that much now that the Switch is out because the Switch is just such a better experience. Uh, Finally, this is probably what a lot of people thought was the big story today, Um, but I disagree. And the big story today is Sony publishing on Nintendo Switch. Um... I feel like this is almost clickbait. In fact, I, I'm i going to warn you against clicking on the link in the show notes because it has auto-playing video, which absolutely infuriates me. Um, but this story uh, was linked uh, from quite a few different places. In fact, somebody posted it in the Discord as well. Um, I forgot to write down who that was, but thank you for posting it. Uh, this is not as big a story as it seems, okay? And the reason why uh, Sony has, well, Sony Music is uh, making this new development studio, or not development, uh, uh, publishing studio called Unties, I think, U-N-T-I-E-S. I believe that's what, what the name of it, or Unties, I'm not sure. Uh, Unties sounds a little dirty, but un- Unties makes a little more sense. Um and it's it's fair to understand that what, what is it that this is doing? This is not going to bring the first party uh, PlayStation titles to the Switch. This is a platform for indie games to be published on PS4, but also on PC and the Switch. And 
this is from Sony Music, which has almost nothing to do with Sony PlayStation proper. Uh, they're very, very separate. You have to remember that Sony is a massive, massive company. Just like Samsung is a massive company. Samsung makes their own phones, and they also make screens for the iPhone. You know, or, or And they also make um, memory for the iPhone. So... A lot of people, they, they, they forget that these companies are so huge. And, and there's a lot of people out that, that are using this uh, story as clickbait to get you to go to their site. Uh, I just want to let you know, I really don't think this is as big a deal as a lot of people are making it. I feel like they're just being a little clickbaity or they're uninformed. Maybe they don't realize that it's Sony Music and they think that it's actually, you know, Phil Spencer from PlayStation. Or no, not, not Phil Spencer. He's from Xbox. Well, whoever the guy is from PlayStation, I think you get my picture. Uh, but anyway, this again, this is indie titles, not the big AAA first-party titles that are on the PS4. Don't expect those to be coming uh, to the Switch. Um, anyway, let's hit coming soon. Uh, coming out today, we've got Don't Knock Twice, which is a horror game. Uh, Rogue Trooper Redux. I looked it up. That's how you say it. Um, on the 18th, we've got The Count Lucanor, which I don't really know anything about. Uh, just that it's a game. I think that the tweet about it was in Spanish. And on the 19th, we've got Spelunker Party, uh, Jackbox Party Pack number four, which I'm very excited about that one. Uh, Party Golf, and then one called JYDGE. I think that that's pronounced Judge. And uh, you can check out the links in the show notes so you can check out what those games are like. All right, that's it for the lightning round. Let's wrap things up. The Acclaim Remote gets you mobile in a WrestleMania grudge match. That is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that I didn't talk about that you wish I would, let me know. And one of the ways that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show... There's lots of ways that you can do it. First off, a free way to support the show is to share it with a friend. You can review us on iTunes. That would be fantastic. Um, you can use my Amazon affiliate link, which for some reason, Amazon gives me money if you do it. No matter what you buy, you just use that link and you buy whatever you would normally buy from Amazon. Amazon will send me money, which helps me justify the time away from my family. So it's awesome. If you have too much money weighing down your pockets and you got to find a way to get rid of it, um, you can buy a, a dock sock or a zippered pouch from my wife on uh, her her Etsy Etsy site. Holding up uh, one of the dock socks right now for the video people. Um, you can join the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And of course, you can subscribe on Twitch just like right during the show, Abigail13 and Link31254 did. Uh, and if you use Amazon Prime, you can also do that right here for free. doesn't cost you a thing. Uh, costs you $0, and I get a few dollars, which is very, very handy. Um, links to all of that stuff is, of course, at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Thank you to Noteblock and Tom Winter for the use of your fantastic music as my intro and outro. Uh, check out their uh, YouTube links. Subscribe to them. Tell them that Run Jump Stomp says hello. And I am out of here. I will see you all on Thursday. Bye-bye. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. 
Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. Thank you.